Are people afraid of you, Beth? Uh-huh. Who's afraid of you, Beth? John. Your brother. And what is your brother? Why is your brother afraid of you? I've got hard enough in mind. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what, at nighttime, what do your parents do to your door? Lock it shut. Mm, why do they lock it shut? Because they don't want me to John. Right. And they're kind of afraid of, of hurting John? Are you hurting John? Mm-hmm. Okay. Are they afraid that you might hurt them? Yep. Would you, Beth? Mm-hmm. When would you do it? Nighttime. Okay. Why would you do nighttime? Because I don't like them seeing me go on. Welcome to another episode of Crimes, Creeps and Coffee. I'm Charlotte. And today we have Stephanie. It's me. And Nicholas. It's me. No. That was glorious. That, that was good. My, my voice cracked then. It that was did. Fabulous. That was <coughs> it's me. <laughs> wow, it's you me. sound like Phil Mitchell. You really did at that point. Go on, say get out of my pub. Get out of my pub. There we go. There we go. That'll do. Little bit more cockney. <laughs> Sharon! Oh, yeah, Sharon. Do Sharon. Do Sharon. Uh, What does Sharon sound like? No, just say, Sharon! This is from EastEnders. No, you got to do Phil saying Sharon. Yeah. Say what? Sharon. Phil is saying Sharon. Sharon! There we go. That was actually really good. Do you remember that time film he hit the crack? And the alcohol. Yeah, that was a good few episodes. Oh, by the way, guys, we're talking about a UK sitcom. Well, Sitcom? It's a soap. A soap opera. A Thorpe. Called EastEnders, set in good old London. It is. It is rubbish. Wolford. I like it. Watford. Do you still watch it? Wolford. Wolford, yeah. Yeah, I still watch it. Is Wolford real? I'm sorry. Wolford's not real, but Watford's real. It's like... I always wonder when, because new people move into these soap opera places all the time. Yeah, don't yeah they? the turnover. And they must ask the estate agent, oh, what's the crime like in the area? And it's like, oh, well, we've had five murders this year. <laughs> the pub exploded. Yeah. The, tra- uh, the train some- came off the track. Oh, yeah, yeah, the train came off the track. Straight through a building. Yeah. Somebody jumped off the building, yeah. Yeah. off the local pub. That's Lots this year. So what happened last <laughs> year? Um, well, so, should have been here. And they're like, Christmas. yeah, give us the keys. Yeah. We'll move straight yeah, in. Yeah, we'll move straight <laughs> in. <laughs> Right, in, in the intro, I didn't like that child. It's the reason I don't like children. They're all evil. <laughs> she had crazy eyes. Yeah. They were like Eileen Warner's eyes. They were. She was eight, six years old. What? She's the youngest known psychopath. No way. For the life of me, my brain has gone completely blank and I can't be bothered to Google it okay. of her, okay. her name. But Good yeah, she's the youngest psych- psychopath. She, I think she's about 16 now and okay. she still has psychopathic tendencies. So she's not become a criminal or anything? No, they did lock her up in a mental asylum for a little Good. bit. Ooh. Good. Like, and got her some serious help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of things did come out. Fabulous. Which were subject to abuse. Ah, that'll do it. um, But she's living a happy, healthy life now, and it's just a go-getter instead of, I want to kill people, get her. Hmm. That's cute. Yeah, she's, yeah. That's good. So, 
you're going to put this link up on socials and stuff? I will put the actual link to the video up on socials yeah. and her name, obviously, because yeah, yeah, yeah. Charlotte has having a moment. Mm, we all have those, Bab. We all yes. have those. But in the last couple of days, we've received a couple of messages off our Instagram account. Of people we don't know. This is so, so good. Yeah, like, we, we oh. were like, we love you guys. Yay. Thank you so much. Yay. It was very popular. Good. It was good. But we... We freely admit that we're not professionals. We don't know what we're talking about. We Google a lot. We're enthusiasts. And sometimes we make slips of the tongue. So in Nick's Luca episode, he pronounced um, Jun Lin's uh, voice Voice. name wrong. He pronounced it Lin Jun, and it is actually Jun Lin. There you go. And we would like to thank Find Me by the Sea for pointing pointing that that out to us. Thank you. And in my Hintakai Factor episode, um, I said that the cervical injuries suffered to the youngest daughter were part of the um, inside of the cervix. Cervix? Yeah, but it it actually isn't. It's something to do with the cervical injuries the victim was spine injuries at the top of the spine. Oh, Um, God, how could you get that wrong? Because I was translating it from German into English and I obviously mistyped it. you come to me? (laughs) Come and see here. I did. I did many a times and you were like, I don't know, Google it. Yeah. I I asked you many a time and you said, I don't know, Google it. So I did and obviously... I googled it wrong (laughs) but thank you to Amanda G. Wayne who pointed that out for us and a big hey guys to you too thank you so much who said we have bants who said we have bants oh who said we had bants we have that was find me by the sea and thank you we're trying our best we did enjoy that we did enjoy that yes thank you for getting thank you for like thank you like I mentioned in these people do yeah when like I mentioned in the messages that we're not professionals we google things Mm. and we're going to get it wrong but we want to research and it's hard to tell if anybody is listening to this I mean we're just three people sitting in a room with a stuffed fox we are, yeah. yeah the we don't know what, if people are listening to this. No, but it's nice to know that there are people who listen. Oh, yeah. I'm saying that, though. It warms my fuzzy arse. We do have 283... Heart. <laughs> it warms your fuzzy arse. I don't know how fuzzy Heart. your arse is, love. But saying Keeps that, we warm. do have 283 listeners spread out over all platforms. Get in. So Ooh. we're getting there. Yeah. We're and getting we've nearly reached 300 followers on Instagram. I know, I feel yes. loved. We're at 299. Yay. So, oh. We're getting there, guys. Do you want to mention about your YouTube channel next week? Oh, yeah. Do we... So, the three of us, like me and Nick are graphic designers, and Steph, obviously, is the most fabulous makeup artist. Well, I dabble. She dabbles (laughs) on TV, in films, all that kind of beautiful business. Yeah. But the last couple of weeks, Steph has taken the plunge and jumped into the YouTube world. I know. How crazy is that? It's good, though. It It is is very good. It is very good. I was apprehensive. She was, was. As in full face apprehensive is just do I really want to do yeah. this I just really didn't want to be one of those hyper YouTubers it's like hey guys look at my makeup look this is how I put it on my face ah follow me like subscribe no no we've not got time by the that. way guys I'm adding that bit to the YouTube <laughs> 
<laughs> but no, they, we've just watched Nick's some of Nick's really hard work. And oh yeah, the first beginning bits. Very of it. hard work. It's fucking awesome. It is awesome. And when Steph, when did you say it was coming out? Uh, well, we're hoping for the middle of next week. Yes, yeah. middle to middle the of next week. Yeah, middle to end, but hopefully middle of next week. Yeah, yeah. So and we'll put a link up on our social, won't we? We'll put a link up on our socials, yeah. and it'll be all over the gaff. Yeah, even if you're not into makeup, it's just a nice zen video, which is what it I really love. is. It's a nice, it's a nice thing to just you know sit and zen to. Yeah, we're so. going for those views where people just fall asleep to it, and we get the sweet, sweet ad, ad revenue. While <laughs> yeah, asleep. I do that. So any YouTuber out there who is an art artist or makes sculptures or anything like that, you can thank me a little bit because I, I, I fall asleep to I you. fall asleep mm. to ancient aliens. <laughs> yeah, of course ancient you do. aliens. Or time team. Time team yeah. or ancient aliens. And when of he course. watches it on my YouTube, it completely throws my YouTube out because I'm like... <laughs> Why have makes I got time better. team coming makes up? Makes it better. Do you ever get like those YouTube videos? So like, um, if I if I have like morbid curiosity of where I want to watch somebody on YouTube, and it's like it gets to an advert, you just click off it because you're like, no, I'm not giving you any money because I don't like you that much. <laughs> no, you do not. I, have to, I have done that a couple of times. There you go. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. But yeah, with that, uh, it's mine and Nick's story this week. Next week, Steph's off on a film. Yes, I'm, so I'm filming. Yeah. There's just going to be an episode with just me and Nick next week. Oh, it's yes. going to be Nick's long story, and I'm just going to have a filler. I'm just going to send you loads of pictures of people have being bludgeoned to death. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, because it's actually Steph is doing her own true crime thing. I am. Yeah, yeah. I'm killing people. With in makeup. Hill. Yes. So watch <laughs> I'd out, like to watch add out in Norwich. Yeah. In Norwich, yeah. We Wait. put up in a mansion with a pool. Oh, you got a pool? We do have access to a Outside pool. Outside yeah. or indoor? Outside. Oh. It'll be cold. Well, yeah, but you, you, minor, minor, minor things. <laughs> minor thing, minor thing. But with that in mind, I think... We I haven't got a story today. I need oh, to correct you. Oh. I've got a game for us to play. Oh, are we oh. playing Cluedo? No. I love Cluedo. We're playing a game I've greatly titled Who Said the Thing That I Read Out the Thing Of? Oh, okay. Amazing. Yeah. So yes. Who the said the thing that I read the thing out of? Please, yes, can we do like a little even... jingle? Yes, we need a jingle. I was going okay. to suggest that. Yes. Amazing. Right, but let's, let's crack let's on. Let's jump into it. Yes. Right, so today I'm doing the story of the Suffolk Strangler. Ooh, Ooh the big one. A big, big one. one, one of the big ones. Mm. Well, it's one of the big ones that I can remember. Yeah. In 2006, Ipswich in Suffolk, England was startled by the murder of Gemma Adams. I was there. What, I Ipswich? mean, I shouldn't announce that, so... In Ipswich? Yes. Okay. I stayed I stayed in Ipswich while the murders were happening. I know this no. one. Yes. Really? Yes. I went, I, I went to Latitude Festival um, oh. and we stayed in, uh, in Litchfield for a couple of nights. And, yeah, I didn't do it, obviously. I didn't do it. <laughs> You but, wouldn't be yeah. if you were. Yeah, yeah, you really wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, I just oh, remember yeah. driving because we we got there quite late and it was on the news as we were coming into the town. I was like, where is he? <laughs> I see him. Ah. Yes, trivia. Well, there you go. Good so, but what followed shocked them to their core. Did did they find Nick? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, we went just to a, back all festival. Had a lovely up. night at a travel lodge and a, a trip out to a seafood restaurant. There you go. Gemma Adams was born in Kesgrave, Ipswich in 1981 and was aged 25 when she died. She grew up with her parents, older sister and younger brother. She went to Brownies, which is... Brownies. 
Do the Americans like have brownies? They have it's like a Cub Scouts. Scouts. Like yeah. Girl Guides, that kind of thing. Yeah. Mm. And Would you like a cookie? She grew up playing piano and riding courses. Her parents described her as bright and as a bright and bubbly child and so easy to get on with. Mm. A childhood friend says she was always had a smile on her face. She was the girl that all the other girls wanted to be. Beautiful, confident, with a whole life ahead of her. After finishing school, Gemma took part a part-time administration course and for a small amount of time worked for an insurance company but she began to fall into the wrong crowd at age 17 she began using drugs and eventually lost touch with her family she met her boyfriend john simpson soon after she began using and even though she had a drug habit a friend said that both her and john were the only good trustworthy people he knew Gemma began working as a sex worker to fuel her habit of heroin and crack cocaine. At the time of her death, her parents were unaware that she was working in the sex industry. Gemma's body was found on the 2nd of December 2006. She had been missing for two and a half weeks and had last been seen on the 14th of November at 10.30pm. She was reported missing the next day by her boyfriend John. Her body was found in a stretch of water called Belstead Brook which is close to an area near Hintlesham. Her body lay near a bridge that was by one of the roads leading out of Ipswich. The brook at the time had been flooded due to bad weather, a.k.a. standard British weather. Rain. Rain, just all the time. Best weather in the world. And it was only when the the water level fell that her body was discovered. Her body may have been dumped further upstream and travelled to that location by the tide. Gemma was found naked. She'd been strangled to death, but no sexual assault had occurred. It was soon to be found that Gemma wasn't the only victim, as scattered around Ipswich, there were four other bodies. Oh, no way. Are you not working? It's it's a bit like... So that first image was of Gemma. Yep. Mm -hmm. And this one is where the other four bodies were found. Uh, The red dots. The red dots. So you've got Hintlesham, which is the one that's on the far... Left. Yep. And then Cop Doc. <laughs> I was trying to figure out what that said because yep. it's a bit far away and yeah. that's funny. And then you've got, I think that says Natcom. Yeah, Nat, Natton and then Levington. <laughs> which are all very soft words. Because that's not what I thought. Can, can, you can said you were saying Natcom, didn't you? No, no, no. I thought, can, can I say it? Is yeah. It, are, we, are we, I thought you said that cunt. Uh. Oh, I did nearly in my head. <laughs> I will be saying that in a little bit, that's for sure. That's funny. Okay. So, Tanya Nichols was age 19. When it fucking works, come on. Can we not, please? Technology! Elliot Rogers, I swear to God. <laughs> just, everything We're is just fall now. We're still in there. <laughs> so, Tanya Nichols was age 19. She was born and raised on the outskirts of, outskirts of Ipswich. Ipswich. She lived with her mother and younger brother. Growing up, she had dreams of becoming a pop star, but sadly ended up with low-paying jobs. Her father said that Tanya was a lovely daughter who was caring and sensitive, who had never hurt anyone. At 16, she left home, and her mum says that's when her personality changed. She was working as a room attendant, but slowly developed a drug habit. She, She... Soon changed jobs and began working in a massage parlour where customers knew her as Chantel. It was around that time she moved back in with her mum. She tried to hide her addiction and if her mum happened to find her syringes, she would reply, they were just a friend's. Oh. Yeah. 
A month before she died, she was fired from the massage parlour due to her drug use and unfortunately began to work on the streets. At the time of her death, her mother thought she was a hairdresser, not a sex worker. Tanya's body was found on the 8th of December in the same stretch of water as Gemma's. Her body was closer to an area called Copdock Mill. Tanya was last, had last been seen on the 30th of October in Ipswich's red light district, which was close to the town's football stadium. Do we have red light districts? We do. We do. Yeah. But not quite as brightly as lit as Amsterdam. No. no they're okay. normally industrial estates yeah. and things like that. It's okay. Her body was found trapped in debris a short distance from the road. Her body as well was naked. Tanya also had been strangled to death. At her autopsy, a bruise was found on the back of her knee, which may have been caused by forcible restraint. Oh. This was the only obvious injury. Tanya was not sexually assaulted. Oh, no way. Oh, right. Anneli, uh, Anneli Adelton was 24 years old when she died. She was born in Ipswich, but moved to Cyprus when she was 10. Her whole family then moved back when she was 12. What, what sort of time frame is this, by the way? Like when, when did... 2006, right? 2006. So the first one was, her body was found the 2nd of December. No, 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 like year. 2006. 2006, okay. Yeah. Okay, well they've got, they've all got... About that time everybody had similar eyebrows, didn't they? Yes, the line. That's what you're picking up on. And it's very yeah. straight hair, very straight hair. Yeah. Straight the, early the eyebrows are, are quite... Prominent. Probably, well, they're, they're very thin. They're very That's thin. very the makeup artist in you saying that. It is. I'm sorry. Chitty, just come away from your mic when you're talking just okay. a little bit because I'm hearing you breathing it. Okay. So, Annie was said to have been a smart, artistic girl throughout her childhood. Sadly, at 16, Annie's father passed away from lung cancer and Annie slowly fell into the wrong crowd and quickly became hooked on drugs. At 17, Annie fell pregnant and nine months later had a little boy of her own, but she began living in a dangerous world that she knew very little about. To help her daughter, Annie's mother took her to the police station after a drug-fueled day. Uh The police locked her up for a couple of days and her mother took custody of her son. Annie's life spiralled out of control with drug use and fights. Her mother sent her to rehab multiple times, with her last session being three months before she was killed. Soon after, she began a new relationship. Annie's body was discovered on the 10th of December in a stretch of woodland just southeast of Ipswich. She'd been missing since the 3rd of December. Police released the last known image of her. She's seen on a local bus service... After this image, she just disappears. You can tell just people who have that look who've had a hard life. Yeah. So, I don't yeah. mean that in a derogatory way. It just you, you can tell people who've had a lot happen to them just by looking yeah. at them. So that's the last known photo of Annie on the bus. Oh, no way. Okay. Looks very typical of a bus, to be fair. Yeah. Her body was found by a passerby who thought that initially it was a mannequin as her body was naked. I think that's a train, not yeah, a bus. I, was about to say that I that think it was a train. train, but from what I could read online... Well, it's definitely a train. Yeah, a, it, it reminds me of the tube, but yeah. from what I read online, it was a bus. Oh, so okay. I'm going with what it says online. No, that definitely looks like a train, because yeah. you can see the side gondolas. Yeah. And the chairs are very typical. Yeah. Do you know why they have those patterns on... I found this out. To hide the dust marks. Yeah, because train really? bus seats are so... Because they always have these, like... Um, uh, like fleckly kind of things. Yeah, that are, like, yeah. non... 
conformed. They're like all over the place. It's yeah. to hide because they're badly that badly stained that Ew. it just hides the the stainage on seats. That's gross. Tricks your eye. Is there any such thing as like disposable train seat covers? I think I say disposable train seat. <laughs> One gent. No, gonna take my own. I'm gonna take my own. Febreze, anti back, cover seats. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> Ew. So Annie's body was found by a passerby who initially thought that it was a mannequin as she was naked. Annie had been strangled and left at the scene for some time. Later, when Annie's case was brought up in the trial, a member of the prosecution stated, the site of which her body was abandoned indicated a degree of local knowledge on the part of her killer. In her autopsy, it showed that Annie was three months pregnant. The killer's last two victims were found on the same day by a police helicopter that was doing a search as a pedestrian had spotted something hidden in the dense undergrowth. These victims were Annette Nichols and Paula Clennell. Oh, how beautiful. Annette was 29 years old and was born and raised in Ipswich. She was known as Nettie and was a normal child growing up. She got dimples in her cheeks. She wanted to become a beautician and had a, but had a child early in her life. As she grew up, she was always wearing clean and trendy clothes and came across as well presented. She looks like she's had braces as well. Like, there's yeah. some, like spotless teeth. Annette's heroin addiction began in 2002, and due to needing money, she began working as a sex worker in 2003. <sighs> Baby. Paula Clennell was 24 years old when she died. She was born in Northumberland, but moved to Ipswich when she was 14 after her parents divorced. She left home at 16 and moved in with the father of her three children. By the age of 20, though, she was known by police for pretty crimes such as shoplifting. The area that Paula lived in was an area known for its drug problems, and Paula slowly succumbed to the draw of heroin. To fund her habit, Paula began working as a sex worker. It was a theme. Before she disappeared, Paula gave a hidden interview to ITV News stating her fears about the killings. Little did she know these would be her last recorded words. Oh, wait. oh tell me we have that. <gasps> yes. I've had a couple. A couple of nasty experiences. I'm going to have some porridge. I need the money. Is that it? That was it. Hmm. That is literally... That's it? Yeah. They are her last recorded words. Oh, my God. Paula and Annette's bodies were found close together on the same day. They were found along Old Felixstowe Road by a police helicopter. The helicopter was initially searching for Paula's body as she'd been missing only two days. Annette had last been seen on the 8th of December in the red light district. Her naked body was found in the crucifix position. A forensic pathologist stated that due to the fly infestation, she'd been dead and in that position for a few days. This means that she was in either the putrefaction stage, which is usually four to ten days after death, or the black putrefaction stage, which which usually occurs ten to twenty days after death. It's always some good positive words there, aren't they? But remember, it's cold, so it could have been longer. Mm. Mm. And I didn't read the autopsy reports on this one, so I can't be exact with it. Yeah. Annette had been strangled and evidence of sexual assault was found. I was on this one. Yeah. Ooh. 
Paula was the person that the pedestrian had spotted. Her body was not in the same position as the others, which led detectives to believe that she'd been hastily dumped. Mm. Marks around her neck were consistent of that of compression being applied with the use of a forearm or the crook of an elbow in order to, to restrict her breathing and eventually kill her. So... Homicidal strangulation accounts for approximately 10 to 20% of all homicidal deaths in various countries. In strangulation, the cause of death is cerebral hypoxia secondary to compression. This means the blood supply to the brain has been stopped. It takes approximately 5 to 15 seconds before a body becomes unconscious. And with this, you need to be applying the same pressure the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, I remember you talked about this. Yeah, yeah we did. The, yeah, yeah, the yeah. amount you need is quite a lot of force. Yeah. It, is. it is. It is. Research shows that a high percentage of strangulation occurs when there is a famil- familial relationship. A what? Familial relationship. Family. So, so uh, family uh, or somebody that is... It's you know. not predominantly fam- family, yeah. but it's somebody that you know who is a friend or you know well. Okay. Because you know. f- you're familiar with yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, The most common motive in recent studies shows that it is used to rape a person in sexual jealousy or personal rivalry. On the 18th of December, 10 days after the last two bodies were found, Suffolk police arrested a 37-year-old man called Tom Stevens. December 19th, they then arrested a second suspect, 48-year-old Stephen Wright, from his home address. On the 21st of December, Tom Stevens was released on bail. Stephen Wright is charged with the murder of all five ladies. Oh. Now, who is Stephen Wright? A cunt. Ah, there we go. Just to put it, you know, finished, end, done. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, 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 yeah. <laughs> Come on, let's have it. So, uh, Stephen Wright chap. was born in Norfolk in April 1958. Yeah. He was the second child of a military policeman and a veterinary nurse. He was eight when his mother left on a train and wasn't seen again. Mm. This picture's infamous, isn't it, really? Yeah. His father divorced his mother in 1977, so quite a few years later, mm. but quickly re- remarried, which Stephen found to be an annoyance. He left school in 1974 and joined the Merchant Navy. He got married in 1978 to a lady called Angela. Oh. He and Angela had a child, but then the couple soon split in 1987. He had various jobs after his marriage ended, from being a lorry driver to a pub landlord. He remarried in 1987, but split up with her a few months later. He then began another relationship and in 1992 had a daughter. During this time, he worked as a pub landlord, but was fired due to his bad drinking habits and gambling problems. Mm. In 2001, he was convicted of theft after he stole £80 to pay off his gambling debts. £80? I mean, is it worth it? Yeah. No, it's not worth anything stealing. No, but, like, it just puzzles me when people steal for, like, pennies. Yeah. I stole your heart. Did you? Mm. (laughs) your face (laughs) really (laughs) soon after that though he declared bankruptcy he tried to commit suicide twice first by carbon monoxide poisoning in the early 90s and then in 2000 by overdosing on sleeping tablets Mm. Stephen met Pamela Wright in 2001 and they moved to Ipswich in 2004 he admitted that he used sex workers throughout his life 
and when Pamela began to work nights, he frequented them more as their sex life became non-existent. Well, it'll do that. Steve Wright appeared before magistrates on the 22nd of December and was remanded in custody so that police could make sure that he could not self-harm or escape bail. On the 2nd of January 2007, he was told that he would appear before Ipswich Crown Court on May the 1st, and 2007 and was to remain in custody until that time. Steve Wright pled not guilty on May 1st and magistrates decided a fuel jury court proceeding was needed and was to be held January the 16th, 2008. A jury of nine was selected, but after one member became ill, a second jury was called. The jury heard from the prosecution how Steve Wright, on his arrest, repeated several times no comment regarding the murder. You need to speak to us. You need to tell us what was going through your mind at the time. You need to tell us what's going through your mind now and how you feel about it now. This is your earliest opportunity to give an account. And that is significant because it makes a difference. You need to give us an account as to what's happening. We've got the last girl to go missing with your DNA and the one before with your DNA. Both on their naked bodies. How can that be? No comment. <laughs> so yeah what a what a douche I know right what a douche after that and that after how the police spent over 10,000 hours searching for CCTV for his vehicle in the red light district they fi- found his car I didn't know it. Uh, that's red I suppose it's Has he got some kind of bubble shield around his car? Yours. <laughs> um, just a force wave thing. Yeah. Funny. That's a joke because there's a white circle around his car. <laughs> it was a white circle. That was funny. That's I appreciated joke. it. They put this in the fact that DNA of Stevens was found on three of the victims to the jury. The part prosecution also spoke about how fibre samples from his vehicle and home were found on the bodies. Mm. The police had Stephen's DNA due to his previous conviction of the theft. Ah. Stephen's defence team argued that he frequented the sex workers and had full sex with all but Tanya. Tanya he just picked up but changed his mind and dropped her back off in the red light district, hence why they found footage of his car. Mm. This contradicted, though, what he had told police earlier, both before and after his arrest. Stephen had been stopped a few days after Gemma's body was discovered, and he implied he didn't know where he was. He didn't know that he was in the red light district, and that that him just driving through it was because he couldn't sleep. Yeah, bollocks. How did he explain the sex? Oh, my my knob just fell fell out. Just slipped in. And then I tripped on a... Stick. A mm. stick and then what? just happened to mash yeah. parts. Mm. Mashed parts. Apparently. Mm. On the second day of the court case, the jury heard that Stephen was fastidious about erasing any trace of his connection to the murders. He regularly cleaned his car, sometimes at odd hours of the day, sometimes in the dark, playing particular attention to the wheel arches. 
The wheel arches? What, to, like, what, it picks up and throws up to the top? Yeah, so making sure that there was no, like, leaves or mud or any... Okay. Because that was the... That was around the time that pollen examination was coming into play. Ah. And that... I can't remember what the official term for the There is a thing of, like, like geology and, and forensic... Yeah. I can't remember the official term, but where no, they no, no. can find and tell you where people it, have been by the, by the pollen and stuff. Yeah, you can do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I read a book on it called Traces, and it was really good. Yeah, it's it's really, Yeah, it's amazing what you can tell by dirt, dirt and pollen. And pollen. Mm. The jury heard that even though Gemma and Tanya had been submerged in water so they would lose any DNA evidence, the fibers that they were found in their hair matched that of Stephen's car. Nah, you bastard. Got ya. The jury also heard that the blood from Paula (laughs) and Annette... You won the jury. (laughs) (laughs) What? The jury... (laughs) That's when that bit of evidence came you stand up. Got ya, you bastard. (laughs) (laughs) The jury also heard that the blood from Paula and Annette was found on the high-vis jacket of Stevens and that the gloves found in his car had both his and Paula's DNA on in the inside. Ah. Wait. Yes. And uh, uh, and that's in that photo there. They're the gloves that yeah. they were found. Gardening in. gloves. They look like. They are gardening gloves, and the holes are where a lot of the other blood traces have been like cut Taken away. Mm. Yeah. Oh, so they weren't that holy to begin with. No. Okay. Now, why would you keep a pair of gloves that are like that? Uh, I don't know. That's what my thought was. If they're that holy, <laughs> you get a new pair. Well, maybe they were just loved and didn't, you know, comfort creature of nature, creature of um... comfort. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Jurors were taken to the sites of the body dumps as well as to Stephen's flat. Before the jury went to deliberate, the judge urged the jury to put aside their emotions. The loss of these five young lives is clearly a tragedy. You are likely to have sympathy for the deceased and their families. Your sympathy must not sway you. You may view with some distaste distaste the lifestyles of those involved whatever drugs they took whatever work they did no one is entitled to do these women harm let alone kill them yeah on the 21st of february hence me doing this story Uh. after nine hours deliberation the jury returned with an unanimous vote of guilty on all five counts of murder Yes. The next day, the judge sentenced him to not only the automatic term of imprisonment, which is 25 years, but to a life imprisonment, while stating life should mean life on the basis of the murders resulted from a substantial degree of premeditation and planning. So it means he's not getting out. Good. Mm. Is he still there? Is he still alive? Yeah. Ooh. Stephen, throughout his sentencing, stayed silent and stone-faced. He doesn't seem the talkative type. Yeah. The families of the victims were satisfied with the verdict, although there are some who wish he would have been given the death penalty, but England doesn't have the death penalty mm, anymore. Not since the 60s. We don't have that anymore, no. no 1962 no. was there our you last go. death penalty. There you go. And it was of a lady who it actually pro- turned out was not guilty. Ah, see, that's why there was questions about yeah. the death penalty. <laughs> you sure that wasn't just the last female one? No, that was the last one. Okay. Um, where am I? Oh, in, in a room. In a room, reading about Stephen fucking Wright. Mm. In March 2008, Stephen lodged an appeal against his convictions and the judge's sentencing, stating that the trial should not have been held in Ipswich and that the evidence against him consisted in insufficient proof of guilt. What? This was... Re- 
later rejected I mean, in yeah. July of that year. How can you... That's evidence. That's DNA evidence. That's hard proof. Apparently no. Apparently no. It's insufficient. And and why was it a problem being in Ipswich? That's where it sometimes, happened. Okay, yeah, but sometimes cases are, are take place outside where it takes place in case anybody's attached to the case or, or emotion or, or oh, okay. uh, like that right, kind that of thing. Stop any kind of bias. Okay, okay. I get that bit, but the yeah. DNA is a bit bullshit. A month later, he announced another appeal. Oh, here we go. But then later dropped it, literally a month later. Well, he dropped it or he got rejected? He dropped it. Okay. In December 2012, he announced his third appeal that claimed he had been let down by his solicitors and counsel. He believed that the Crown's case was accepted as gospel and that his own team failed to advise him correctly during his cross-examinations. But at the time of this recording, it still hasn't gone through. So the fucker is still rotting in jail. Yeah. He refuses to speak to any forensic psychologists and about why he would possibly do this. As to him, he's innocent. So there's no reason for this. He he. Well, there is a reason, but oh, okay. no forensic psychologist I've or therapist has have been allowed to speak to him because right. to him it can harm his case because he's innocent. He didn't do this. He's still contesting it to yeah. this day. To this day. Prick. And that also means I couldn't deep dive into his brain. Because I've got no forensic reports to read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meaning there is... There's I have nothing. speculations. Yeah. But I kind of like... There's no concrete. There's, I can't back that up with any hard facts. From words from the horse's mouth. Yeah. Or the arsehole's mouth. So, with that, I'm going to leave it there. Oh, that's mm. it? That's oh, okay. the end of it. Because okay. he's still rotting in prison, which is where he deserves yeah. to stay. Because he's a fucking cunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what are your speculations then? I'm interested. I think that his mother left. Yeah. And... His father probably spoke badly about his mother. Okay. And put her in a bad light because it was the 70s. Drugs were pretty rampant because of the 60s and 70s and stuff. Mm. And I think that he, his father may have turned around and said, oh, your mum's a drug user. She's a Mm. prostitute. And like all the bad terms that would be associated with females. Yeah. So he kind of took that out on. Yeah. And then Everyone. as he grew up, he I don't think he had stable relationships. I think he, because he was swings and roundabouts with his like, relationships. He got married, yep. was divorced, uh, got in a relationship. He had children though. Yeah, don't where, matter. Where is children? Where is children? His now? children are, are low key. Yeah, yeah, probably, yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. Probably not yeah. into talking that much yeah. about it. Yeah. And then... Daddy's a, a serial, serial killer. killer. He is actually technically a serial killer because he mm. technically killed six. Well, you, have to, you only have to kill three to be a serial killer. Yeah. Oh, there you go. But he technically killed six, not five. Why was the baby. Ah, technical... uh, yeah. Ah, uh, yes. But because it wasn't yet born, yeah. it's not classed as human life. Well, yeah. Well, so. mm, mm, yeah. Let's not get into that. Yeah. No, we won't. It's a, it's a whole murky debate. Yeah. But because his relationships were swings and roundabouts, I think he had a very troubled associating with women Mm. because he'd be in a relationship he'd quickly get married then they'd divorce yeah he'd be in a relationship again within months they'd get married their divorce it kept going and kept going the longest relationship that i could find that he had was with pamela wright okay and that's because she wasn't home much because she was working trying to support him yeah and i feel that he 
viewed women with such distaste that yeah. they were objects for him to use, just like his mother had used his father. Yeah. Because he was pissed that his dad got remarried. Yeah. Because why do we need women? What do we need women for? That's been like a, a, a common theme over the past couple of weeks, you know? Yes. Is boys that don't like their family splitting up and remarrying. But mm. if you notice, that's one of the predominant reasons why a lot of male killers kill mm. is fragile because... masculinity yes <laughs> because i don't have fragile masculinity my parents well yeah. you do have slight fragile mask no i don't <laughs> i'm doing my phil mitchell impression again because i don't, uh, no, I don't. <laughs> but yeah so about? that's my speculations i've got no concrete proof and i don't yep. think we're ever gonna get it i no. think he's gonna be tight-lipped until he dies yeah probably. you might say he's strangled the truth Oh, uh, the other thing How that, long have you been holding that in? About five minutes. <laughs> the other thing that his brother, because he's got he's got a younger brother, obviously, that he's worried that his he, that Stephen will commit suicide in prison. Uh, I'm sorry, but if he does that, it's a cry for attention. It is. It's his last cry for attention. He, yeah. he just seems like a big bitch. Mm. He's just, but yeah, and that Tom Stevens guy, he literally was like, I have no idea. I've got into Stevens' car once and we went down the pub. That's it. Yeah. Which is why his DNA was found of his. Yeah. But he, it literally was just on one victim, that Mm. piece of DNA. And it was buried DNA. It wasn't even something prominent like Stevens was. It was just buried DNA. Yeah. yeah. Kudos for finding it then. Yeah. Like that's some manpower policeman. Indeed. So yeah, that's the case of the Suffolk Strangler. There you Mm. go. So yeah. I'm going to take a quick break. Yep. And then it's Cluedo time. Yay, I'm excited. I want to play Cluedo. (laughs) What is it, Mr. Mr. Mustard with the pipe in the kitchen? Yes. There we go. La 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 Right, we're back. La 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 la. We're back. La 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 la. And it's time for a game of Who Said the Thing That I'm About to Read Out the Thing Of. Yay! Hopefully you put in some kind of jazzy game show music in there. Everybody needs a jingle. Right, so it's simple and you can play along at home. Yep. See if you can Yours. beat Charlotte and Stephanie. So there's 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 ten quotes I'm going to read out yep. from serial killers and others at the end, but I'll mention one okay. of the others. But most of them are serial killers, and they're people we have either we we're well known or we've talked about on the show. So they're not Ooh, obscure I'm ones. Intrigued. Okay. I'm so this is also this. testing how much you can remember from your own stories. Well, we're fucked. Awesome. Steph, <laughs> we're fucked. Yes. And there's really also great. bonus points for extra trivia questions with each with each one. What do you mean? Okay, awesome. Can we make this into an actual game? Well, it is a well, game. It is. I've, I've spent <laughs> at least 20 minutes on it. <laughs> <laughs> Dedication <laughs> to the cause. Right, so are we ready to play? Yes. Yes. Okay. And cue the jingle. Fabulous. Right, so the first one, this is the quote, and these these are from serial killers to start off with. Okay. Are you going to do an impression as well? No, we're doing it. Okay. Give it away. Uh, first one. Okay. I could completely control a person, a person that I found physically attractive, and keep them with me as long as possible, even if it meant just keeping a part of them. Oh, 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 oh Jeffrey oh, Dahmer! That was Dahmer. 
cover. You're both right. Yeah. Well done. That was an easy one I thought I'd start off with. And the bonus question is, where did in which US state did he commit his first murder and where was and it was the same state where he was arrested? Oh, where was it? Oh fuck. Um I don't actually know. I'm My gonna guess is Iowa. Guess Steph guesses Iowa. I'm wrong. <laughs> This is. I want to. I don't. I know my brain's gone blank. Say one. Pick one. Um, Mississippi. No, it was Wisconsin. Ah, okay. No points. Right. The next one. Oh, oh, one minute. I do have something that's referent relevant to Dharma. Okay. You know Harvey Kinkle in the new Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Yes. The film My Friend Dharma. Yes. Harvey Kinkle plays Jeffrey Dharma. There we go. Okay, fair enough. Good to know. Right, it's my game. I get the trivia. Right, so the next one. Okay. When I see a pretty girl walking down the street, I think two things. One part wants to be real nice and sweet, and the other part wonders what that head would look like on a stick. That's oh my Ed God. Kemper. You saying Ed Kemper? Yes, yes. you both saying Ed Kemper? No, wanna... no. I'm yes. doubting myself. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say yeah, Kemper. Yeah, I'm going to say You're Ed both Kemper. wrong. It was Ed Gein. Oh. I knew it was Ed something. I did not realise no it was Ed Dean. No point for that. Ugh. No point for Do we not even get half a point because we got Ed right? No, I... you don't. And God damn it, an I'm wearing e- my Ed an T-shirt. An easier question, oh. a trivia question. What was the 1960s film? Psycho. We... Yes. There we go. By Alfred Hitchcock. Steph didn't even get to answer that. No. no. <laughs> it's one of a... We'll my we'll, fa- we'll it's get... my favourite book. I okay. know that book inside and out. I know that film inside and out. <clears> and I've watched Bates Mattel... Many a time. Okay, next one. Next one. Okay. You know, a long time ago, being crazy meant something. Nowadays, everybody's crazy. Oh, Charles Manson. You reckon? Steph? No! Fuck! Mm. I'm going to have to go with my first answer. I can't change it. It doesn't... doesn't Change it if you want. It doesn't sound too hippy-dippy for Manson. Um, Do you want me to read it again? Yeah. You know, a long time ago, being crazy meant something. Nowadays, everybody's crazy. It sounds really intellectual. Do you think? It sounds intellectual. You can't ask me. No, oh yeah, we're against each other. Yeah, aren't we? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you, yes, Steph, it does sound very... I, I am going to go with Kemper on this one, you know. You're going to go with Kemper? Yeah. Okay, Charlotte? Manson. Manson. Charlotte is correct. Yeah! Do you want to know how I know that? Because that fucking line was in Mindhunters. And the trivia question, what was the ranch called where the Manson family Oh, oh, Scone Ranch. Yes, I'll give you both that. Yes, because you both answered at the same time. Do you want me to trivia that as well? (laughs) You need to, on the trivia questions, because Steph's not getting time to answer, you need to calm down. Take a moment. I want to then, win the point. Yeah. I want to win. <laughs> Take the. Okay, well, it's the, the person who gets. I'll give you both a point for that, but the person who shouts out the first on the trivia questions, yes? Yeah. Okay. We'll yes. give it. I'll give you f- four seconds, okay? Oh, no, no. How about we have like a sound? So I'll get. <laughs> What's your sound? <laughs> there we go. Okay. Right, both <laughs> equally okay. irritating. What is the, what's the um, film, Steph? Here's a trivia question for Steph. Okay. What's the film that was filmed at Spawn Ranch? What do you mean? As before, the before the Manson family got there. It was yeah. a Western, wasn't it? Was it a Western? Yeah, yeah what's f- the name? I think they shot quite a few there. I the big was... one, the big, big one. I, I, bad and ugly, maybe? I know it was a Western. Was it the good, the bad and the ugly? Yes. Ah, there we go. Right. You get a point. The next one. 
you know the heads where everything is at the brain eyes mouth that's the person i remember being told as a kid you cut off the head and the body dies oh You know the heads where everything is at? The brain, eyes, mouth. That's the person. I remember being told as a kid, you cut off the head <laughs> and the body dies. <laughs> Wait, no, you both get to answer. Who who do you think it might be first, Steph? Uh, no, I've gone blank on that one. <laughs> Fuck. No? No, no. Okay, Pass. Charlotte? Kemper. Is it? It Fuck was off. Ed Kemper. Fuck yeah. off. The head was the giveaway. That's what I was thinking. Because was like, it's no, the bit we... where he's on about like chucking his mum's larynx down the sink. I was gonna. And the trivia question: What was the name of his mother? What was her name? Oh I fuck! Like I hate her season. name. Oh. Uh, she's got a very unusual oh, name. Oh. Mildred. No. <laughs> uh, Susan. <laughs> Gertrude. You, you're on the right track with them. Yeah. Okay. Is it like a really white trash? No, I can't remember my brain. Got... It sounds good in a southern accent. I'll probably say it as an. Was he from the south? And he wasn't. No, was he? he's no. But it sounds like a southern name. Go on. Clarnell. Oh yeah, Clarnell. Clarnell. Clarnell Camper. Right. The next one is a poem written by a serial killer about one of his victims. <laughs> okay. What is that I can see? Cold icy hands taking hold of me. Oh. For death has come, you all can see. Hell has opened its gates to trick me. Oh, death, oh, death, can't you spare me over for another year? I'll stuff your jaws till you talk. Can't talk, sorry. I'll bind your legs till you can't walk. I'll tie your hands till you can't make a stand. And finally, I'll close your eyes so you can't see. I'll bring sexual death unto you from me. I didn't do a very good job of reading that. That was beautiful. Can I... Uh, no, I'm probably going to be wrong, but there's a name that's standing out to me. Mm. R- Ramirez. No. Did I honk? <laughs> you go with... Is it Robert Ramirez? Is it? Richard, Richard Ramirez. Richard. You go with Richard Ramirez? Yeah. Okay. I'm probably wrong. I want to go Nilsson. Terribly wrong. Who? Dennis Nilsson. Dennis Nilsson. Yeah. We've had Nilsson, though. We haven't. No, we had, uh, no, we had Dennis, right? It was the BTK. Fuck, Fuck you, Dennis! Oh. Fuck you, Dennis! <laughs> oh, shit, yeah, it's the one in the library. Mm. We're doing really well. well. We're doing really well. Charlotte is. <laughs> <laughs> it's currently six to two. <laughs> Maybe I need to right. stop reading serial killer okay. stuff. the next one. Okay. I was born with the devil in me. I could not help the fact that I was a murderer. No more than the poet can help the inspiration to say. This has got to be. Don't say it. I was born with the devil, with the evil one standing as my sponsor beside the bed where I where. So let me read that again. (laughs) I was born with the evil one standing as my sponsor beside the bed where I was ushered into the world, and he has been with me ever since. I think Charlotte might have an idea, but Steph. Yeah, no, I do want to say Ramirez on that one. I want to say Ramirez too. You are both wrong. It was H. Ah. H. Holmes. Fuck off! Really? 
really? Yes. I didn't know he, he said that. But okay. And the trivia question, we'll go back to, there was a BTK trivia question, but okay. we'll do HHO's one first. Okay. What event did he take? Oh. Uh, wait, let me finish the question so Steph can hear For it. For fuck's sake, I need an let's answer. give Steph an, an, an opportunity to answer this one first. What <laughs> event did he take oh, the opportunity story. of to oh. get loads of people into his murder castle? <laughs> what was going on in Chicago at the time where loads of people would come? And he got loads of people in I the hotel. I know this. What, was it? Was it? Oh, 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 oh. Steph doesn't get the point because I said I know this first. Doesn't matter. <gasps> Steph gets a chance to answer. <laughs> <laughs> or she could just do that. <laughs> That's probably what they did when they realised they were dying. <laughs> uh, oh, my God, I know this. You do because I told you. You did. <laughs> <laughs> I can't Fuck. get I can't get the point for this anyway because I covered this story. You can get the point. I'm just I'm testing you both. Do you it begins with a W and an F. No, she's done right, it. Charlotte. World Fair. Yeah, the Chicago the World Fair. Fair. And the, the BTK tri- uh, trivia question: from his first murder to when he captured, how many decades does that span? Twenty-five. That was that was decades. Two. Twenty. He oh. was alive for two hundred and fifty years. <laughs> Decades. Two. Two decades. Two decades. You both saying two? Three. No. It was a long time. It was like the 60s. No. Ooh. 70, 80, 90. Four 40. Decades. Four. Four. Yeah, I'll both give you that. You came at that at the right time. It was four decades. Yeah. 1974, and then he was captured. Because it's 2006. In... That was yeah. it. There we go. Right. <clears throat> the next one. Okay. You got it, Steph. You got point. I got it. I got it. We really need to introduce this gold star system. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, guys, we're setting up a gold star system. We are. We are. We do too. The police complain I'm boring. No mistresses. Home abroad. Money in Swiss bank accounts. I'm normal. If that is boring, I am. Is this me? <laughs> <laughs> um. Do you want to read again? Yeah, please. The police complain I'm boring. No mistresses. Home abroad. Money in Swiss banks. I'm normal. If that is boring, I am. I don't know this one. I want to say Shipman. Steph, do you want to say anybody? That would make sense. But I would just be agreeing with you on this one. You can agree with Lyle allow it because you're you're not going to catch up. Let's be honest. (laughs) Okay, yes, then we'll agree with Shipman. It was Harold Shipman. Ah, it was in the TV interview, wasn't it? I, it was in... I can't remember where it was from or where I got that one from. And the trivia question, what was the drug that he used to kill the people with? Oh, my shit. Let's give Steph a chance. Oh, my she God, did. she's the one that did this Yeah, she, she did this She doesn't episode. know it. It was morphine. Yeah. It was close. It was oh, the technical name for morphine. Like, like the... Uh, it'd be with a P? No. No. Fuck! I'll give you half a point. Half a point! And Charlotte, what is it? Uh, f- uh, fuck. Now ah. my brain's gone blind because you said morphine, and I was like, it is morphine. It is morphine. I, I can't think of the. F- it's diamorphine. Di- fucking hell. You get half a point. For I'll give you half a point each. <laughs> Together, we've got a whole point. I like killing people because it is so much fun. It is more fun than killing wild game in the forest because man is the most dangerous animal. <gasps> oh my god, why do I Wait, know this? I know you. Yeah. 
Wait, I'll do it, I'll do no. it again. I'll do it again. Yeah, no. I like killing people because it is so much fun. It is more fun than oh. killing wild game in the forest because man is the most dangerous animal of them all. <coughs> Steph? Okay, this sounds like an American. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Any answer? Oh, no, no. Take a guess. Um, Take a stab. Um, Pick one. Just a <laughs> stab. A stab is a stab. A st- <laughs> just a literal stab at this. That was actually a clue. That was... Fuck. Um, the, 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 the jazz man. We'll say the jazz man. The jazz man. Brilliant. Jazz man. Who is it, Charlotte? Uh, the, um, it's Robert Hansen. Robert Hansen and the jazz man. <laughs> Brilliant, yeah, that famous like that. It's series. Either Robert Hansen or <laughs> uh, You are both wrong. It was the Zodiac. It's what he put in one of his letters. Oh. Uh, oh, shit, yeah. And the trivia question, in which city did the Zodiac op- operate? Yep, Charlotte. San Francisco. It was San Francisco. Right, God so damn. the next one. <clears throat> the only real way to make any money is to start a religion. Oh, this is a cool chap, I would say. Oh, 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 the guy from uh, Heaven's, Heaven's, Heaven's Gate. The guy from Heaven's Gate? Heaven's Gate? The guy from Heaven's Gate? Heaven's Gate? Marshall Applewhite. Yes. Who who are you saying? David Koresh. David Koresh and Marshall Applewhite. Yes. It was L. Ron Hubbard, the founder of Scientology. Well, Heather, we're not allowed to talk about that. And the trivia question, what what did L. Ron Hubbard do before he was Uh, a a, uh, Stardust cult? I went ha first. Charlie did go ha first. He wrote science fiction. He did uh. write science fiction. <laughs> <clears throat> right. And the last one. Okay. For is it Alfred? This one is worth 50 points. I'm going to say Hitler. <laughs> this, this one is worth 50 points, and the trivia question is worth 100 points. So, Steph, you can actually catch up. Ooh, exciting. Just to add a bit of tension at the end. <laughs> Because I thought it would be more close than this. <laughs> I'd like to choose my own kind of death. I'm tired of being tormented to hell. Tired of it. No, there's no ah in this bit. You just oh. choose. Who do you think? I'll do it again. I'd like to choose my own kind of death. I'm tired of. T- I'm tired of being tormented to hell. Tired of it. Is this still Sudo Color? Or it could be somebody else. Or it could be somebody else. Is it somebody else? Yes, let's say. Uh, yes, <laughs> <somebody> else. <laughs> um. You've got. You, this isn't going to be interesting for people to, listening to at home to silence, so we need answers. <laughs> I Charlotte. know. I oh, think... My cogs are turning. Can you not hear? <laughs> Charlotte, who are you going to say? I want to say Jack the Ripper. Jack the Ripper. Yeah. Jack the Ripper didn't have any quotes though because nobody. Da, 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 da. Sorry, okay. <laughs> um, you do realise quotes can be from letters? Yeah, they can. They don't have to be spoken. Okay, read it again. One more time, one more time, one more time. I'd like to choose my own kind of death. I'm tired of being tormented to hell. Tired of it. Tormented. Speak into the microphone. Tormented. <laughs> <laughs> Right, pick one. Um, time to pick. Oh fuck! Five, no. Four, so three, a hundred points. Two, a uh, hundred points. Two and a half. <laughs> Just one pick, and a, pick two. a name. I don't one know. and a pick half. Pick a name. Okay, okay, okay. 
Ed Gain. We've already had Ed Gain, you till it. Right. You're both wrong. It was Jim Jones. Oh. Yes. And the, the trivia question is, what was the name of Jim Jones's church? And it's not the obvious one. Uh, it's not Jonestown. That was sort of a... a oh, shit, Nora, we watched like a, a nick- bloody documentary. A nickname for his uh, place in Guyana, but that wasn't the actual... Oh, oh. Do you want to go... Ah. <laughs> The People's Temple. The People's Temple. Oh. Charlotte gets 50 points. <laughs> Charlotte won, right. bitches. So let's tell... Well, I don't know. Let's tally up the scores. <laughs> I think I won. I think I won. No, no, no. I so, won. I won. So let's just tally here. Charlotte has uh, 50... F- uh, 59 and a half points. <laughs> Steph yeah. has three and a half. Yeah. <laughs> well done. Get in. Hope yes, you let us know how well you did at home. Yes, please. <laughs> Let's see if you beat me. <laughs> Better than me, I'm sure. <laughs> no, that was fun. I enjoyed it. That was fun. I like that game. Yeah, that was yeah. a good game. I think we should have a game like this at least once a month. Yeah, yeah we'll have a game. I'll come up with another one for next month. That was fun. Yeah. Very right. Fun. So, like I mentioned earlier, I think that's actually the end of the episode. It is, yeah. 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 So, like I mentioned earlier, Steph's not here next week. Nope. So, I'm off killing people. Yay. Yay. Nick, do you know what you're covering? No. I don't either because I got thrown in the deep end on this one because it's like, oh, I need to think of a short story. Yes. I might do something on res- uh Resident Evil. No. What, the game? Re- uh, Can we do that? Can we do games? Re- <laughs> just a review. Can I just do lore? Reincarnations. Oh, might do something that'd be cute. So, that'd be cute. Yeah. But yes, fair enough. With that, any positive quotes? Come on, we're at that time of the episode. Yeah, I've got one. You know what? I actually woke up this morning and I was like, I'm going to Google a positive quote today. Did I get round to it? No. Nick, no, don't I look through my art notebook, please. I'm looking at the quotes I've just read out, see if any of them were vaguely positive. <laughs> Okay. They're not. They're not. No. <laughs> um, I'm going to say, what time of year is it? It's February. Yes. Um, dress warm. Um, don't forget, a second pair of socks is always helpful. Yeah. Um, unless you're on the other side of the earth, then you don't need to dress warm. <laughs> so wear a hat. Um, woolly hats are good. Woolly hats if you're in the cold weather. Um, flat caps um, if you're in the can sun. Can I summarise this? Dress appropriately. Yep. Yeah. That sounds that's good. Inspirational that's good. Right there. Yeah, that's a good one. I feel inspired. Steph. Well, it is February, so you know wear a condom. What to, for the weather? No, because it's. I've never. It's never been that rainy that I need to wear a condom. <laughs> I need to protect everything. <laughs> Charlotte, don't look through the book of cats. <laughs> Rise up, join the fight, defend your rights. No, I used that on a previous episode. God damn it. I used that. Okay. And that's the stuff for a poster in my wall for I the want game. to believe. <laughs> that's another poster. There we go. Is it? Oh, no, my, my quote is, be you, be awesome, but don't kill people. Mm. That'll do. That'll yes. Do. All right, goodbye then. So, bye, guys. Cheers, bye. guys. Bye. I wanted to listen to more horror and gore. No, let them carry on with their day. If they want to find us, they can find us on Facebook at Crime Creeps and Coffee Podcast, Twitter at CCNC Podcast, Instagram at Crime underscore Creeps underscore and underscore Coffee underscore Podcast. If they want to listen to more, they can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Castbox, and all podcast apps. But 
for now, before she interrupts again. I think we should say goodbye. Bye! <laughs>